0: You're listening to the IFL TV podcast, in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. This is Umar Ahmed for IFL TV, in association with MTK Global. They've they've sent you out,
1: I mean, I'm not gutted about that, but I'm just saying, what, what, is he just, he's in Kazakhstan, isn't he, or something? He's back in Essex now. Okay. Kazakhstan, Essex, same kind of thing. Have you grown, by the way? Have you lost weight or something? You look, you, you, you're like six foot four. Six foot two. Are you? Mm. You're taller than six foot two. Six three maybe. Um, With your heels on. <laughs> we will talk
0: about this car tomorrow, Wayne. We'll
1: mm-hmm. do a quick five ten minutes. All right, okay, see you <laughs> Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but
0: uh, there's a lot I need to discuss. Okay. Let's start with uh, last weekend's event. Mm-hmm. Not in Glasgow where you were, but in uh, Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Wilder's first round
1: knockout. Mm-hmm. What was your sort of reaction? I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was, he did exactly what heavyweight should do, which is go in there and knock people out. Um, I thought it was uh, exciting. I mean, he got wobbled himself earlier on in the round. And that's what he does. He's erratic, he's explosive, he's vulnerable, but he's extremely powerful and extremely dangerous. And that's what people love to watch. People love to watch heavyweights, flatten heavyweights. And Wilder does that very well. So, you know, I have to give props to him and say that it was a good performance. You know, obviously you've got AJ beat Brazil in what seven rounds, like six fights ago in his seventeenth fight, and Wilder cleaned him out in a round. So it's kind of like laying down the gauntlet and saying, That's my that's me done because you know, we keep talking about this period of heavyweight fights wilder and joshua and even uh fury where it's like wilder's done i said to everyone just keep winning just keep winning make sure you win don't slip up wilder went in there bosh one round all over and he's gone okay aj over to you mate madison square gardens let's see what you got and now it's on aj next week at the garden the pressure's on him to put in a performance that makes people say fuck me he's an animal and that's what that's what we're looking for
0: you mentioned it you've gone on record many times comparing Joshua's win against Molina Mm -hmm. to Wilder's Mm -hmm. of course now Wilder stopped him in one round Mm -hmm. Um, yeah compare that Mm -hmm. like like they did with Joshua Brazil, Wilder Brazil, Joshua Molina, Wilder Molina so can we read anything into that?
1: no it it was more impressive than Joshua's (coughs) stoppage because it took him seven rounds so you know it was different stages of his career I mean he just won the world title he was seven, sixteen 16 fights in he was a complete novice but and he had glandular fever but that makes it sound like it's all made up I've said that before but you know when you compare the two although Wilder did get tagged which of the two performances was more impressive Deontay Wilder's which of the performances when the Molina fight was more impressive AJ so can you read anything into it yeah you can read that it was a more destructive, decisive performance than AJ did a few years ago. Now,
0: Wilder spoke to Sky Sports afterwards. Mm. Adam Smith had to kind of push him.
1: Yeah, he liked he like, you No, know, I think Adam, Adam wants the fight so bad. We all do. So it's like he almost wants to say to him, Come on, why? We want it. And he said to him, You know, but we want it, Deontay. So I couldn't really make too much of the response, the interview, because I know what I'm being told behind the scenes. So, yeah, no Ortiz, Konaki, you know, the Ortiz fight being done and and Konaki and etc. So, uh, I just, I just, you know, I want to gamble. That's what I want to do. I want, and I want them to want to gamble. We all know it's a gamble for everybody, yeah? One, one minute, AJ's a big favorite. Next minute, Wilder knocks someone out and he's a big favorite. But the whole point is, are you ready? Do you want to do it? That is a fight that has become not just the biggest fight in boxing, but one of the biggest heavyweight fights of all time. I mean, George Foreman actually said, this is the biggest heavyweight fight of all time. I mean, in terms of the revenue it'll it'll produce, I think he's right. But when you start hearing people like that say things like that, that gives me a fucking hard on, because it's like, excuse me, (laughs) sorry. Sorry, sorry, that was a bad example, but it does because we could, we could be involved in that, right? And AJ wants this fight so bad, and I know there is a chance AJ can lose. I don't believe he will, but I want to gamble. You know, we all want to gamble, but do you want to gamble? You know, this isn't, I'm, I'm tired and done of, you know, he said this and she said that and you're, you know. It's just that, mate, do you love the sport? Do you want to gamble? Do you believe in yourself? See it, believe it, achieve it, or whatever they say.
0: That's tunde, isn't
1: it? No, I don't know. But whoever says it. But, and people say, oh, Eddie, don't want to. Like, I know I'm, I'm old enough and big enough to know that if AJ loses, it's not great for Matra. Who cares? It's sport. Do you want to gamble? Yes. I want to play, I want to gamble. So do you want to gamble? Deontay, Shelley, Al, do you want to gamble? Do you want to put your balls on the line? And these guys are the guys that are really putting their balls on the line, but we all are as businesses and as organizations, as broadcasters. But that's what sport is, isn't it? It's like when you get to the top and you play the very best or you fight the very best, it's always a gamble, but that's the exciting thing. So, fingers crossed that AJ can beat Ruiz next week. And that's that will be the message. Not Ortiz next, not Konakid one. Next. Next. Because we want to put it on them. Mm. You know? Is he going to be there, Wilder? I, he's being invited, I believe. I don't know whether he'll show up, but it's like... You know, we need to say to Deontay, Deontay, no more Ortiz and... And I saw what he said. But well, uh, maybe I could have three fights with Ortiz. Who wants to see that? I no, you're rolling your eyes, but the whole public are rolling their eyes. So it's like, just let's do it now. After the AJ fight, I'll be in New York for a week. Let's meet and get it done. Right? Whatever it takes to get it done, let's do it because this is a chance for the world to stand still and watch boxing the sport we love the sport we want to see grow the sport we want to see flourish and the only reason the only way you do that is to make these kind of fights imagine how big this fight is I mean this is massive massive and you know people say yeah it'll get bigger well I might lose and then we've spunked till imagine how much you kick yourself if someone got knocked out and it's like oh my god we just lost Wild Joshua the biggest fight inboxing boxing, one of the biggest heavyweight fights in history. That's what we're talking about now. So I can only tell you from Anthony Joshua's side, the only fight he wants if he beats Ruiz is Deontay Wilder.
0: The people behind Wilder, as you said, have been very vocal in saying that he's going to fight uh, Kalnaki Ortiz. Yeah.
1: Why would you do that? And that like, to 2021. But why to would you do that? I don't understand. Let's just break it down. Why would you want to rematch Luis Ortiz? when you can fight Anthony Joshua? For, I don't know, what might be three times the money or whatever but forget the money for the undisputed heavyweight world championship. Why would you want to fight Ortiz? And no disrespect to Adam Kornacki, I really like Adam Kornacki. Why would you want to fight Adam Kornacki? No, but why would you plan to fight Adam Kornacki? People might say, well, Andy Ruiz is, you know, of a similar level to Adam Kornacki. Andy Ruiz came in at six weeks notice. Do you think now we're going? What we're going to do is in March next year we're going to fight. I don't know. Povetkin or Brat We're going to rematch Povetkin next March. Fuck that. We just want Wilder. So we have to say, and the fans must continue to put the pressure on. Put it on me. I don't care. Like I'm trying. Put it on Wilder. Put it on AJ. And but you don't have to put it on AJ because trust me, he's asking me all the time, when, 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 and he knows. There's nothing we can do if, if he won't take the fight. Wilder. But why would you plan to rematch your T's? No one wants to watch you rematch your T's. No one wants to watch you against Karanaki. They all want you to fight Joshua. So let's put the pressure on and say now, now. Not 2020, not in free fights time. Now, next. But first of all, as I've told AJ this week, last week, the week before, June the 1st, June the 1st. Do not slip up. Because Ruiz, and I know people say oh Ruiz, trust me when I say this little fucker is gonna be letting his hands go like a pest at Madison Square Garden. He's gonna be swinging to try and knock out Anthony Joshua. Do not slip up. And that's got to be the focus. When the job is done, all the attention and all the pressure is on Wilder to, to, to even sign this fight, to talk about the fight, you know?
0: Well, he has talked about it, but he said
1: even on a 50-50 split, it might not happen. No, he said he didn't even want it on a 50-50 split. Is that what he said, for the boxing boy? Yeah, but like, I mean, which is mental. I mean, to even be a, I I mean, you've know, you only got to look at the stats, the tickets sold last week, um, the viewing figures. How many were sold? I, I know what was announced. I'm hearing there was five or 6,000 tickets sold, but you speak to people in the game, they'll tell you the same, but whether people want to believe me or not. But I know the viewing figures were less than the Ortiz. And actually, the same as even the Stavern fight. And I would have thought they'd been... so. But I'm not here to discredit him. He's a massive star. And he's a brilliant heavyweight. So he deserves a huge amount of money for that fight. Does he deserve 50-50? We have to sit down and talk with AJ. Am I ruling that out? Not necessarily. That's a decision for Anthony Joshua. But all I'm saying is, we've got to make it. Either, like, even if... like, Just, Deontay, come to New York. Sit in a room with AJ after the fight. Touch wood, he gets the win. And just, like and try. Because we've just got to say, like, it it just takes someone to sort of sit down and go, guys, and I haven't even got to say this to Asia. Guys, you have to make this fight. This fight is massive. Massive. Monumental. Historic. Defining. And it's undisputed. God forbid it doesn't happen next. Uh,
0: what is there for Joshua next you've got well, he's got to take mandatory. care of all
1: his mandatories he's got Usik as a mandatory he's got Pulev as a mandatory you know I mean again they're decent fights they're not Wilder but if Wilder if Wilder will not fight him, you've got to move on yeah. of course we've got to find an opponent and you've got to take care of your mandatories as champion so um, you know he also likes the Ortiz fight but again if Ortiz is fighting uh, Wilder that looks unlikely so we just got to get on with business that's what we've got to do mm
0: talking about Joshua Ruiz I know you just mentioned it. Ruiz doesn't
1: look the greatest but we know in the trade that it's a serious fight yeah listen again it's a, it's a weird one because normally you know this is one where the, the casuals look at Ruiz and go "Why? he ain't in Joshua's shape but the people in boxing go fuck that's a much tougher fight than Miller kind of Yeah, it has. yeah it has so it's just a case of us trying to you know your med- your job as the media is to speak to all these people in boxing and listen to what they say about Andy you canelo it. jesse vargas oscar jesse vargas freddie roach you know even dillian white you know all these people joseph parker obviously it is what it is he's in with a top 15 heavyweight who is very lively very game live wants to knock out joshua first ever Mexican world heavyweight champion he's a, he's a good kid actually and he actually genuinely believes and wants to win this fight so I, I've said it all along I wanted someone that will come to fight that will come to try and win and that is Andy Ruiz and by the way it's an absolutely epic night of boxing I mean you've got this is, but let's just roll this back a little bit this is not just an epic night of boxing this is an epic night of sport you have got Liverpool against this is one of those nights Omar where you just book it in Right, and you say to everybody this is what I'm doing my weekend is over because I'm going to light the barbecue at about 6pm we we'll have a couple of Coronas early doors right? and then we're going to have a hot dog we're going to have a couple of burgers and everything we're going to keep the beers going we are going to watch Liverpool against uh, Tottenham in the Champions League final alright and then when that's done we're going to switch it straight over to Sky Sports Box Office we're going to put the football or uh, the boxing on and that starts right after the final whistle Buatsi, Coyle Algieri Josh Kelly against Ray Robinson which by the way is a brilliant fight Smith and Dam Smith and Dam Katie Taylor going for the undisputed championship then the unified world heavyweight championship it's a monster monster night AJ in the ring about 3 o'clock in the morning but from 11 o'clock solid championship, world championship, undisputed fights coming in. This is a brilliant, brilliant night and weekend where you can really just sit down and digest the boxing, the Champions League, everything. And I can't wait for next week because this is our real big breakout night. It's going to be sold out of the garden. You know, Like I said, Unified World Heavyweight Championship, Ring Magazine World Middleweight, Super Middleweight Championship, undisputed Women's Lightweight World Championship and prospects on prospects as well and um, I can't wait it's Madison Square Garden I have to pinch myself sometimes but I'm getting a chance to promote the Unified World Heavyweight Championship at Madison Square Garden this is a place I went as a kid you know, when my, my dad used to take me I was trying to nip in backstage and be a cheeky little fucker now I'm promoting the World Heavyweight Championship there I am so honoured to do that and I am so proud of AJ that this young man has got the chance to defend his world heavyweight titles at MSG. He's a special, special occasion. Eddie,
0: when he was having lunch, you told me about his opponent. Nice lunch, from I Wish we got that back in the Anyway, yeah, yeah, be just
1: so probably today. It's a good fight, as you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, it's a good, solid test for him. We want him actually to probably kick off the broadcast straight after the Champions oh. League, and then you have got Coyle Algieri Is such a such a good fight. Uh, Josh Kelly, Ray Robinson, again, speak to people in boxing, massive step up for Josh Kelly. And then Mundo, you know, Callum. That fight's been yeah. getting a bit of stick and damn I Smith. don't know how. I mean, some bloke went to me, oh, you criticised Billy Joe's opponent, and Dam's a former world champion. He's boxed Lemieux. He's beaten Morata. You know, I mean, he's, he's a decent world-level fighter. But will he beat Callum Smith? I don't believe so, but... Callum Smith is going to defend his world titles at Madison Square Garden in a competitive fight, um, and then Katie Taylor fight is just a brilliant fight, and it's a chance. It's the biggest, you know, the biggest night of her life. Mm. And look at what she's achieved. So it's going to be a, a brilliant event.
0: And quickly, want to mention an interview Ortiz did with the Boxing Voice. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you've seen it. He said, or well, his manager said, that you're telling half the story. Um, more the respect. messages off your phone you're reading like half of them and Ortiz also labelled Joshua as an easy fight.
1: Well take the fight then. Take the fight. I mean what what part of when you're reading half the messages off the phone? Right? What part of this is where we're at right now. Six million dollars, rematch at ten million dollars, comeback fire at one point five million dollars. No reply. Monday the twenty second of April. My friend, this is it, finally. 7 million for June the 1st, 10 million for the rematch if Lewis wins, and a comeback fight at 2 million. Let's talk. What what, what part of I'm not reading the messages out, I mean, or the conversation? Bullshit. You fucked up. You didn't take the fight. You cost your client $7 million and a shot at a world heavyweight title, and why didn't you take it? Why? Is there something you're not telling us? Or did you just not want it? Are you getting seven million dollars to fight Deontay Wilder? So we'll see. This is another example of people not letting fighters take life-changing opportunities. So I hope that when Deontay Wilder fights Luis Ortiz, he gets his seven million dollars and good luck to him. I
0: spoke to Michael Hunter yesterday, did mm-hmm. an interview with yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he said that no offers were sent for the Joshua fight. Is that
1: correct? Mm, I can't tell you if an official written offer was sent, but the money was discussed. Uh, we talked money with his team. They told us how much they wanted. Did we make him an official written offer? I'll have to check. Maybe not. Maybe not. But we talked how much he'd need for the fight, etc., etc. He. I wouldn't say he nearly got it, but he was right up there. I mean, you know, it was just... Him and
0: Hassan Ruckman believed, though, that he was kind of a smoke screen. You were never no. interested in that.
1: With all due respect to Michael Hunter, he's not... You know, I wouldn't use him as a smoke screen. He's a, a very good American heavyweight who we represent. So, of course he's going to be in the mix. But there was a mixture of things. One, a little bit of style. Two, I didn't feel like he'd had... He'd been in a big enough heavyweight fight yet yeah. and I feel like he's going to get a shot at the World Heavyweight title if he keeps winning you know he's already beaten Bacoli and Ustinov. Ustinov no disrespect to I mean Bacoli was a great win by the way Bacoli can really fight well,
0: Billy Nelson was saying he's yeah, he is big and win. he.
1: I don't think he was 100% that night and I think he will be back Ustinov is done but you know he's still beat a big heavyweight and you know he just got to keep winning and I'm sure he'll get a World Heavyweight title shot.
0: Let's talk about Stevenage, Billy Joe. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm guessing you didn't watch the fight I was in Glasgow. No, yeah, he didn't yeah. catch
1: up on it. Only. I watched bits of it. I, you know. um, yeah. Were you there? Yes. Good crowd? Decent. Yeah. I mean, it's his hometown.
0: No. It's okay. You've
1: got a smoke on your face. <laughs> no, no, no. Listen, I'll, I won't say a bad word about Billy Joe other than he turned down the Andrade fight and... He could be fighting, if he beat Andrade, he could be fighting Canelo. for The undisputed fight for, for eight for, for eight figures. And I don't know why he's chose not to, but he has now picked himself up a world title fight against a guy I've never, ever heard of. Um, so let's see if he can be in big fights now. Well, he said he wanted to do that two-weight world champion thing, and now he's open to fights at 160 and 168. But he's not going to get any fights at 160. You can't say, yeah, I'm open to fights at 160. You just turned them all down. So, you were made mandatory to Demetrius Andrade, All right? You, you turned it down. Did you see what Ben Davison said? Well, he said, I don't want any of... You don't want to let uh, Andrade near Bill. Okay, so we, we two weeks out, or three weeks out from Demetrius Andrade's fight with Billy Joe Saunders that we accepted as the mandatory, okay? Let's just, let's just make this really clear for people that fail to understand things. Demetrius Andrade signed with us, really inactive. Wanted just to get him some fights, you know, to keep active and get him moving again. WBO called a mandatory. In fact, I believe that that mandatory was called because Billy and, and Frank Warren said, let's make it now. Andrade won't take the fight, right? And he's not really been active. So let's put it on him now. Puts it on him. I sit down with Demetrius. Demetrius says, I'm taking that fight. I have to. Like, I've been called as mandatory. It's a shot at the world title. I believe he can win. So he's in. All right? He's accepted the fight, the deal's done, three weeks out, Billy Joe Saunders fails a drug test. Okay, So, at what point did we not want anything to do with Billy Joe Saunders? Then, Demetrius has a defence, the WBA turn around and say, Billy Joe Saunders is now mandatory. Okay, no problem. So we negotiate the fight, we make him a huge offer to win that fight Canelo, and he turns it down what part of they want nothing to do with billy joe saunders does that make any sense at all so i don't understand what i will tell you is billy joe saunders is a very 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 good fighter he's also very difficult to be but he's not a fighter you should fear and demetrius has signed up to fight him twice and billy joe saunders has pulled out both times once because he he failed a drugs test and once because he pulled out the fight so I don't understand well, I didn't even I didn't see the article but I, I saw your tweet with Ben Davison says Demetrius Andre doesn't want anything of Billy Joe. I mean unless that was your clickbait and if it was I apologise to Ben Davison but you tell me he said that, w- that we don't no, want to fight I asked
0: him what's next for Bill and uh, I said the Andrade one uh, might be a bit personal because it's an old, yeah. old title and he said no I don't think Eddie's going
1: to let Andrade go near him so. I just, I'm baffled baffled I mean, he, he was mandatory. He had the shot. He turned it down. So, but again, I think Billy Joe, I like Billy Joe. I think he's a funny bastard. And I think he's a very good fighter. So, you know, is there a fight to be made with Callum Smith? Yes. You know, that's something Callum's gonna fight here. Um, that's a possible- Have you
0: spoken with Joe Gallagher about that? Yeah,
1: I mean, I think it's just the case with Joe. I mean, John Ryder's the mandatory. That's gonna have to be dealt with at some stage. Also, I think Callum's not far from moving up to 175 at some point. But, you know, certainly open for that. Open for all kinds of fights. Danny Jacobs' fight with Callum Smith, I think he's a great fight. He's going to be moving up to 168. It's a big fight. Um, So, yeah, look, for Callum, it's all about getting back in the ring. I want Callum to box three times this year. And his first fight's on June the 1st. So he's going to go early September and then December. So, you know, but... I, I, I was surprised that Billy turned down the opportunity...
0: Podcast Network.